am Jen Gibson, and this is Brain Weasels, recording in Wolfman Studios in Little Rock, Arkansas. This episode is all about the holiday season, mostly Thanksgiving, the good and the bad. Today I'm chatting first with Lee, Emma, and Leif. Lee is a 35-year-old non-binary queer tattoo artist. So if you want a safe place to get some ink, check them out at Electric Panther in Cabot, Arkansas. Emma is the one with the delightful English accent. She is part of the Sanchez system, a dissociative identity system, which is one that includes several people in one body. As a whole, the Sanchez system is 33 years old and non-binary, but Emma, the author I'm speaking to today, is female. Leif, a cis man, is 47 years old and works in the public health field. They all live here in Little Rock. Later in the program, I will be talking to Delandra and Star, a queer couple living in North Little Rock and getting married very soon. I will introduce them in a moment, but first we'll get some Thanksgiving memories from Lee, Emma, and Leif. So I'm here with Lee, Emma, and Leif, and this is Emma's first time, <laughs> so I'm very excited. Um, we are going to talk about holidays. This is something that we've been doing. Um, I'm going to... Okay, so I'm going to be very annoying with them and do a TikTok while we're talking. <laughs> this is something I'm trying to do, um, try to do more of. So, um, one second. <laughs> okay. We are ticking and indeed talking. We are talking. ticking and we're talking. <laughs> Good old clock app. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting here in Wolfman Studios uh, with Lee and Emma and Leif. And uh, let me show you. Yo. Everybody. <laughs> yes, we're ready to talk. We're going to talk about... Um, we're going to talk about holidays and the good, the bad, the ugly, the really ugly, the really good. Um, so just stay tuned and uh, we'll try to make your holidays a little bit better. Yay. Okay. I did it. I did the thing. Um, so let's... Uh, Okay, let's start with, because this is coming up, and I know that whenever I post this, it's not going to be a week from now, but um, it's coming up next week, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, mm -hmm. So I just want to ask to all of you, like, how do you feel about Thanksgiving? Do you have, like, strong feelings toward this kind of holiday? I'm a Christmas person. <laughs> so I, I, I don't really think very much of it at all. I, I mean, it's a time where, sure, we get together with people a lot of the time, but I don't particularly have strong feelings one way or another, and I think some people very much do. I think mm. at one point in my life I did have a lot of strong feelings about Thanksgiving, because when I was young, this was before I really knew anything about American history, first of all. I was a child. Um, but it was a big deal for my family. We have... Um, my family is a mix of different things but the part of my family that was very active in thanksgiving was the um mississippi delta side of my family uh, a lot yeah. of them I come to find out later on i describe um what we used to cook and people are like oh was your family cajun i'm like i guess question mark but um a lot of our family traditions included cooking for not just ourselves but anybody who wanted to come over it was just uh food was 
what brought everybody together. So I remember my aunt and uncles coming over and they had a farm and so they brought peas and so the kids were over there just shucking corn and peas for like hours and hours and hours and peeling potatoes for hours and hours and hours preparing for Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, my aunt's mom and grandmother would all cook and so the older ladies would be in the kitchen cooking and, you know, all the kids would be shucking corn and prepare, helping them prepare, you know. And it was probably like some of the freshest food that I'd ever seen in my life. Um, and tomatoes bigger than my head at the time, like just gigantic hothouse tomatoes. Like uh, it was not the Thanksgiving that you see on TV. It was a lot different than that. I've never vibed with any representation of Thanksgiving. We weren't, we didn't even really gather around the table to say grace. You know, it was just mm. like, Hey, I'm glad you're here. Eat these mashed potatoes. There are so many. <laughs> like, uh, it was, everybody was fed until we got into a food coma. We just appreciated each other's company and we had a gigantic bonfire. We'll be outside just cutting oh. up with our uncles and somebody would have fireworks left over and that's never a good idea, but that is, how my family was uh but it was just a very joyful time so when I got older and Christmas started encroaching in upon the Thanksgiving time I would be very agitated about it like no I don't even want to look at Santa's face <laughs> until November like until the end of November what was it you said earlier about you'd survived something last year what'd you call it what not Armageddon, it was... Whamageddon. Oh, Whamageddon. Yeah. Yes. What, what I survived Whamageddon <laughs> last yes, year. Yes. What was Whamageddon? When you what? hear uh, so the Christmas Wham, song last from Wham. Christmas. Yeah. The, the, it, it's trying to get through the Christmas season without hearing the last Christmas. Oh. Yeah. There, there's a variant where you're trying to not hear uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. That's a, oh, that that's seems, hard. That seems impossible. Yeah. The only thing I know about any of, any of the Christmas music was that... Um, uh, White Christmas by Bing Crosby mm -hmm. is the greatest selling Christmas song of all time. That's yeah. all I mm -hmm. know about that one. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got through I last year without without hearing uh, Last Christmas by Wham, and so I'm hoping to do so this year. We were in Barnes & Noble, and I was feeling uh, my Whamageddon status threatens because it's like, <laughs> it's going to be any minute now. But no, I didn't see uh, I didn't hear it. And I come from your... Uh, in some ways, a prototypical Southern family in that, yes, there was food. If you went home hungry, it was your own fault. <laughs> um, and, and and so I do have very strong feelings about Thanksgiving, particularly. Uh, but I think part of that is because I don't have a lot of the religious trauma. Uh, I, I'm unusual and lucky at the same time for Arkansas in that my family was never particularly religious. The only time I even remember us saying grace was back before my great grandparents died in the mid nineties. So, yeah. uh, for us, it's always just been more about the family getting together and food. Now there, there is holiday stress and that Absolutely. is, that is its own animal. Uh, you know, there have been fights, there have been, you know, it, it's not to say that it's all sunshine and rainbows, but for the most part, uh, I actually, I mean, I feel strongly enough about Thanksgiving that this year, actually, we're doing Thanksgiving at my house and my in-laws and my family and some of my extended family are coming in and we're all having dinner at my house because I finally have a house with a kitchen large enough to do that. So 
That's exciting. Yeah, it's very yeah. exciting. With your, with your new family. I mean, yes. this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. It is. Mm-hmm. We're very excited for you about I, that. I've always appreciated Thanksgiving for that because food was definitely a love language in my family. And because um, old Southern family, that's just how you say I love you by baking a pecan pie. All right. Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. how it goes. Uh, and I, I did have a lot of feelings. Like I said, I used to have a lot of feelings about Christmas and crushing on that time. And um. But as I've gotten older, I've learned more about American history, and I've just kind of lost the taste for it. Plus, after uh, my grandmother passed away and my dad passed away, my family didn't get together anymore. So it's been a long time. That was like 17 years ago. So it's been a long time, and I haven't really had any good Thanksgiving traditions. I might pop by and see family, but it never really felt the same anymore. I'm hoping to change that, actually, because I would like to establish my own traditions around this time. Mm -hmm. I Also, like you said, I have a kitchen big enough to cook for people (laughs) in. I have a dining room and a breakfast nook and a great room that are massive, and people can just come over, hang out, and eat. I would love to do something like that. Um, So I'm not prepared for it this year because we just moved, and it's been a time. (laughs) It's been a time. Uh, I've been just stuck in crisis mode for the past five months. So mm-hmm. it's not yeah. a good time to establish new traditions. But I really like the idea of Friendsgiving and things like that. I, I know that people people have their own families to go to, and I don't want to encroach on that time. So I would pick a different time besides the day of Thanksgiving. But I really want to do start doing something like that. I, I know for us, I don't really have any specific thanks thanksgiving memories really i know that we've always to some extent especially with our mother's side of the family gotten together and eaten and all of that but usually what would happen is about this time of year we would either have it would either be that we would have a family reunion on our father's side or same side it's tamale's time (laughs) so (laughs) that's what we would end up doing for the most part instead is a couple days after or the couple days before if people weren't shopping so some people would go out and shop with black friday and everybody else would stay home and be on the assembly line especially if you you know drew poorly that year in the (laughs) lottery related to such but well, and yeah. and that reminds me is it's one of the things we, I know we were talking about the the sort of the indigenous erasure that happens around yeah. this time, but that's I don't think that we'll be able to do that this year because of how many people are going to be at my house. But that's one of the traditions mm-hmm. in my family is the day after Thanksgiving you take the leftover turkey and you make tamales. And you get your I mean, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's just, that yeah. So I mean, it, 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 I won't say that there was I mean because yeah definitely with the with the more Anglo side of my family. There was it was the very sort of almost Norman Rockwell Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which does yeah. tend to sort of erase some of that. But I, I always had that other voice in my life, mm-hmm. and so it, it, that may be why it doesn't hit me quite the same, is because I, I always knew there was more to the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always felt like I don't, I don't know. Most of my family, they you know, Southern Baptist family, but. Um, the Delta, Mississippi Delta side of my family, um, a lot of them have native heritage. And so maybe that's why it always felt different when they came over. Um, the kind of food that they would bring was not anything like, uh, this is also like I'm harvesting memories from like when I was very, very young. So I don't remember everything from those days, but I do think it felt like 
so different. It didn't feel like the pictures of Thanksgiving that I, I see. And also, my I go to a friend's house for Thanksgiving, or like when I got married, I'd go over to my in-laws, and it just was not the same. It was not as joyful as as all the the stuff that we did when I was a kid. But you know, it's so hard to replicate something like that. And I don't know. Um, then I get, you know, like I say, get older and you learn about everything and you're just like, oh God, this is a horrible holiday. Why am I celebrating it? And then it's like, yeah, but this part of it was pretty great. And that was more about giving thanks to the land and it wasn't anything to do with, you know, um, I don't know. It just, it felt so different. So it's balancing what you learn with what you grew up in is difficult. I think a lot of people in... America struggle with that probably especially when you do have like a mixed heritage background and all of it's kind of clashing together in this cacophony of memories and so it's hard to navigate that later on um a lot of that yeah. guilt um, yeah. comes out and uh that can be stressful for people I think it's stressful just in general um whenever you are show having to show somebody a good time basically, um, at least for me anyway, uh, if I'm hosting something, mm-hmm. um, it's exciting, but also, uh, it brings out a part of me that I don't like, like, I'm like, if I'm cooking a lot of food, I'm like pushing it on people like you, please eat this. I've made it for you. That kind <laughs> yeah. of, not saying that, but that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, just so worried that people aren't going to like it or, you know, they're going to have a bad time or somebody's going to get uh, upset of somebody else and that kind of thing. And so I tend to do a lot better whenever I'm going to somebody's event. <laughs> I feel like yeah. it's not my responsibility. So, um, but that's for me. So what about you guys? Do you have a lot of stress in this holiday? Um, I host a lot of things. So I was to say, I love hosting, I, actually. <laughs> I, uh, after especially hosting LARP games and mm-hmm. being uh, spearheading a lot of that activity, I've kind of learned how to separate myself from the, uh, the feelings of other people because I just know what my task is to keep things on schedule and at least make sure there's something keep an eye out for any like glaring issues that are going on, but I can't um, hyper-focus on each individual's good time. Otherwise I'm like, say, going to drive yourself yeah. batty. Like, uh, exactly. and, and it's very stress inducing though, but cause I understand exactly how that feels because having the experience of hosting a lot of things like that, that's how it always used to be. And I'm just like, Oh, what if this sucks with it's awful? Like with, why are they sitting down? Like they need to be get, getting up and having a good time. The good time is that way. What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you resting? Should be having fun. I specifically fun requested now. it. <laughs> Actually, I I do I do love hosting things. Thanksgiving's never really been one, only because it, it occurs to me that in recent years, a lot of what's happened is that there's one tradition we do have, and it's that um, Penny Dunk, who has been on the show before. Um, and Robert will sit down and watch Wizard of Oz every year because she specifically remembers that um, it used to just be the Macy's Day Parade and then to compete, the other network 
would I can't remember which one's which, but they would show The Wizard of Oz at the same time every year because it's so wildly popular. So every year that we watch that instead. And oh. that's the one thing we do have. So that ends up being a very quiet holiday in comparison to um, Halloween and Dia de Muertos and um, then uh, Christmas, yeah. which is my favorite. So Actually, I... I Go ahead, sorry. Oh no, I, I was just going to say I we usually will throw a much bigger party for either of those and then we just kind of, in between, you want the reprieve instead of something every single month so I guess we just rest in between. Yeah. But I think I'd like to start embracing more pagan holidays and just celebrating it as Samhain instead of Thanksgiving and that might soothe that kind of anxiety that I personally have because I feel like um, that's for anyone to celebrate that that time of year, and um, although it's mostly in October, right? Well, Samhain is supposed to actually be the same day as it is Halloween, uh, but then yeah. technically the um oh I'm blanking many help <laughs> the the series of days the saints days mm -hmm. that starts with All Hallows Eve. Uh -huh. continues for four days after that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you actually have the 31st, the 1st, the 2nd, and the 3rd. I might pick a day sometime in November to just call it something and mm -hmm. start pick that as my new tradition mm -hmm. and start fresh next year if I Do if a, I a harvest festival. Yeah, like a harvest thing. <laughs> oh, I, do know, I do know those first few days in November. Um, I know that we've talked about doing all four but it's mm -hmm. always a bit different each mm -hmm. of those days, and I'm not sure we would want that much company for all four days. <laughs> but oh, no. If one day, one... and the rest of you go home. <laughs> middle of the Get month, out of my house. House. It might be different. I love everyone. Get out. <laughs> of course, I, I can't help but think, I mean, when I think back to some of the... We don't really have... If there's not a big gap there for us in our memory, then a lot of the memories are not as happy. Yeah. Um, around these types of things for us personally yeah. um, <laughs> other than the tamales a lot of it was not not positive but there were some times where it had been good and in those times I know that um, there was sometimes a post-Halloween pre-Thanksgiving tradition or a Thanksgiving tradition where on our mother's side of the family they would do um, they would do um, how do I put this with all the old Halloween costumes, they would do a karaoke music video and everybody would do several different songs and they'd do one whole tape because it was back with VHS and they'd do just a tape of homemade music video, nonsense sketches and things like that. And they would do a Pictionary tournament of all things. And I thought board game tournament day instead of Thanksgiving might not be a bad idea. <laughs> I think I like that. Yeah, something like that. I also, and just... um content warning 420 friendly talk here i really like the idea of thanksgiving where you invite <laughs> friends over and you bring your whatever your favorite munchie is while you're stoned you bring that and then ever so everybody just brings all their munchie food and that's the thanksgiving spread and you just smoke weed and get in and uh watch whatever digest media play games and veg on the couch for what's that holiday <laughs> what's that holiday the like the five-year-old boy made about oh, wolf newt. Yes, yeah, the wolf holiday. That's, that's not a bad idea, really. <laughs> I you, missed that. I don't know when that they, is. They still though. do that. I think it's November twenty third. 
it's something. Don't don't they don't added. don't quote me on that. I think it's it, sometime it started, around this time of year. It started at at one point and then they moved it, and I know that it's gained some momentum mm. on the internet, and I think yeah. I think it's cute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's an interesting feasting well, holiday idea. Talking about the the hosting. Um, I come from a food background. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. even beyond my family, I worked as a short order cook for several years. So the food part of it doesn't frustrate me very much at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's hard because of my, you know, my, my, for there for a while, I didn't have a good kitchen. So that, that part of hosting has never bothered me. I will say, um, it depends a lot for me on the environment outside of the kitchen in that you know Mm -hmm. if if everyone's stressed out and people are aggravated and angry then yeah it can be very stressful um but then if you have you know if you're if everyone's having a good time the actual act of hosting itself doesn't cause me stress Mm -hmm. it it would it would it would strictly be a matter of of how stressful the environment is it's the people yeah Next up, I'm chatting with fiancés Delandra and Star, living in North Little Rock and getting married very soon. Delandra is 28 years old and aspires to be a mental health therapist for adults and kids alike. Star is 24 years old. They are a dissociative identity system, much like the Sanchez system, and they aspire to be a child psychiatrist. It's important to note that Delandra and Star are black, since the experiences of black people in regard to mental health can be very different than the experiences of white people. There's still a lot of stigma, and I'm happy to see Delandra and Star seeking jobs in the mental health field. Stay with us as we talk relationships and traditions. Okay, so I'm here with Delandra and Star, and we're going to talk about holidays. Um, (laughs) Often the dreaded holidays, but um, they can also be wonderful and life-affirming, where you get together with family and friends and have these wonderful memories that you make. Um, it's also the time of year where people have seasonal affective disorder. So um, it can be a really, really rough time too. And then there are people who have family, which is most of us, <laughs> that uh, that maybe make things a little bit difficult. So um, first, let's start with the good stuff that uh, you said, Delandra, watching old school movies mm-hmm. and shows yes. that your dad used to watch with you. Yes. Um, I love, love, love um, <clears throat> cycling through the old claymation type ones. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I go through those and I sing every little song. My favorite one is, I think, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And my dad would sit with us a lot when we were kids because those were his favorites. He didn't like too much of anything else when it came to the holidays. Um, and he would sit with us and be like, oh, y'all, my favorite one's on. And so, of course, cartoons and kids. Um we would run up there and we would sit on the couch with him and we sing the songs or just listen to him sing them in Aww. a crazy operatic voice. Um, Cause he's very silly despite his um, outward complexion that he puts out to people. <laughs> he likes to be really silly. So we looked forward to watching those shows with him. Um, and every year I find a way to watch them all just to kind of bring that uh, nostalgia back. Because I don't get to do that anymore, obviously, because I'm grown and I have my own house. So I don't get to see him do that. Um, but, yeah, we watch the old school cartoons. And then... Um, so why don't you get to see him? Well, so I've kind of... As I got older, I started feeling more like a black sheep. Like, more and more. And 
I feel like I've grown apart from my dad to an extent. Um, he's never been really emotionally available. <laughs> like you would need. Like a, a lot of a lot of dads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like the only time I've ever saw my dad cry is probably like two or three times. So in my entire lifetime, and I'm 28. <laughs> so when, so now I just don't feel emotionally connected to him to where I'm like, I can go pop at the house or let me see if he wants to watch cartoons now. It just doesn't feel like that. Like it did the when same. I was a kid. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I have this, I don't know. It may be a wall I put up myself or something. I don't know. I still have yet to figure it out. But all I know is that there's no emotional connection there unless we're both sitting in a room and we happen to be there and there's mm-hmm. something on that we like. And then it like kind of comes to existence for a little bit there. I mean, you still love him, but I just don't feel like I can go over there and watch the cartoons because he's always stressed or <laughs> just oh. <laughs> frazzled by work and things and or being really pessimistic so i can't jive with that now yeah, yeah. trying to be happy you know well, people yeah. change they change over time mm-hmm. and uh we all do so sometimes people do kind of grow apart a little bit yes very i just feel like that's what's happened like we just grew up and he's just taking himself out of the he's equation. taking us out of yes taking us out of his hands because yes. he's like i've ra- i feel like i've raised you well enough so it's all up to you now and i'm like oh okay cool that's pretty much kind of how it goes but mm-hmm. you know i don't know i just feel like there's just not a connection there used to be <laughs> so yeah. i just kind of yeah. hang out and uh yeah so tell me about your relationship you delandra and star you want to go with that or me? Uh, you go with that. Okay. <laughs> You're so cute. Um, so we found each other off Discord, which is really funny for me. Um, which is really funny for me too. They <laughs> stayed states away, and we happened to just be on this mass Discord by this TikToker that we knew, and they were friends with. And I had finally hopped onto that Discord, and we ended up meeting, and we're just friends, just like randomly, sporadically talking to each other a message here and there in the group chats and then at one point they dm'd me and i was like oh friend <laughs> and we started talking more and more um they ghosted me for a little bit so anyway. i like to say <laughs> but they didn't they were in the hospital and i didn't know um and of course i didn't know because i'm not in the same state with them at the time and i hit them up and said hey heard you disappeared you all right you know here's my phone number in case something else happens to you or something's going on if you need something and then they uh, twist i was not actually in the hospital no i definitely was i was about to say <laughs> you are <laughs> revealing some stuff here right some drama right um and so they were like oh my gosh thank you and then they text me to my they text my actual phone and from then on it was like a month of just texting, video text messages, um, or the audio ones. And we just grew closer, and all of a sudden they were like, hey, I kind of like you. (laughs) Do you want to date me? And I was like, oh, I kind of like you too. Yeah, let's do that. And we've been together since last December. (laughs) Last December was the month that they were like, yeah, I want to make this official with you. And now we're getting married. Yeah, literally. (laughs) It's happened like this, and people are like, you're moving too fast. We're like, now it feels right for us literally 
Yeah, whatever feels right. Everybody has their own pace. Yes. Yeah, yeah and every relationship has their own pace. Yes. So, um, yeah, I don't listen to them. I don't either. We just stuck <laughs> to what we what we felt was right, and it's worked. And, like, we have a house <laughs> before the year has came up. <laughs> like, we have a house. I'm like, dude, something we're doing right at yeah, this point. Yeah, there's something you're doing right. That's mm-hmm. great. You guys are so cute. Um, Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> you are. Like we ridiculous. are the <laughs> So are you excited about like making new family traditions? Yes. yes. <laughs> you say some because I know you've been like itching to tell me some. Okay. So like, you know how like during Christmas time, like a lot of families like will go to walmart or like somewhere else to buy those family pack christmas pajamas Uh, yes the matching ones yes i need us to do that yes we are definitely wearing matching pajamas (laughs) this year like i don't care what happens we're gonna find some little stocking stuffers yes please please. i want to stuff stockings so bad (laughs) yes that was one i never did if we had a furnace i would want you to be santa claus yes I would dress up as Santa. <laughs> There's nothing stopping you from dressing as Santa. Me. I can literally do that, and I think I just might. You have given me an idea, a goal for this Christmas. And give me presents. Yes. yes. I'm going to hand you presents and coal. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. I've, I've been wanting to, um, what is it? So I like the matching pajama ones, and then I like the stocking stuffer because I have enough. I want to make cookies yes homemade cookies because we know how to do that we did that is on our first dates um i also want to do the um you took my thought for me and now it's gone (laughs) what was it that's okay it'll come back it will yeah so what about thanksgiving Ooh. Uh, do we not like thanksgiving they well, have they have some ill feelings towards it. I have some. Well, I have a few, uh, just a couple ill feelings. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just because of the way that I was brought up or like raised, raised or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. thrown to the wolves. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, a forest child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing there's not a lot of closeness with the parents. Mm-mm. No contact. Well, uh, <laughs> my mother passed away on Saturday. Oh, wow. And... I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, they can't see and... that, so. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't have any feelings towards my parents um because of a lot of the things that happened in childhood crimes against humanity yeah crimes against humanity Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) that happened in childhood um that kind of really put a bad taste in my mouth when it came to holidays um yeah i just (laughs) i'm just trying to make my own things going on yeah yeah is that why you like the idea of doing like stockings and stuff did you not get to do that as a kid none of that um Mm -hmm. or eat what you want yeah i didn't really get to eat what i wanted was really uh micromanaged when it came to the whole eating process of thanksgiving and like 
anything that required food and community was just kind of you can't have that yeah (laughs) there you go (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah go ahead sorry (laughs) well no i was going to ask are you doing anything for thanksgiving that's next week so um my folks like to gather um even with my little social anxiety, and I know these people have grown up with them, they're kind of strangers sometimes. <laughs> um, but we're going to, what do you call it? House hop is what I usually do for every year. I hop from my parents' house, see if they have anything. Typically, they don't. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> and then um, we'll go to my Aunt Merlin's house because they always have food over there. My granny has probably started cooking now. I'm <laughs> um, trying to figure out what she's getting. Um, and then we'll probably go to my un- my other aunt's house, who's a little insane because um, she has great cornbread and seven layered salad. Seven layered salad. So I seven love that. Yes. Then we'll go to my other aunt's house for deviled eggs. Oh, um, you, you had me at deviled eggs. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> My family doesn't really, we all don't gather into one spot for Thanksgiving because they're just like, well, thank, you know, Christmas is the one where we're going to all be together and we choose a house to go to or whatever. But Thanksgiving, it's just house hopping and seeing who's made what. And since my sister also likes to cook, I feel like my house might have, my parents' house might have more food there this year for once. Um, so we're probably just going to go there, eat and sit and somebody might fall asleep from the itis. <laughs> somebody <laughs> might not. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm going to do. Um, but I don't plan to stay at the relatives' houses for too long. Because yeah. it gets a little crazy over there. And there's always something mm. dramatic happening. Mm. And I don't have the spoons to Welcome deal with to that. Welcome to the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the spoons, man. <laughs> that's a lot, though, going mm-hmm. from house to house. But... It's kind of exciting. It sounds yes. like it's like, what are they gonna have? Yeah, like a scavenger hunt. That's yeah. what I usually look for. I'm like, is it all gonna be greens and is it all gonna be dressing or cabbage is gonna be there? Like, what is there? Do you guys make turkeys or no? Oh uh, yeah, somebody makes turkey. Somebody buys a ham or gets my cousin Jennifer to make the hams because they love her hams, um, and she sells them. So it'll be. Somebody's I, gonna make I, a turkey and a ham. You know, I like me some good tur- gobble gobble. Yeah. I yeah. do not. It's dry. I prefer ham. Oh. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> that. I'm pescatarian, so I'm like bring oh, out the fish. Man, I know okay. oh, oh, that's weird. But. No, 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 I wanted to not. do that at one point, but I could not commit like I needed to. <laughs> Well, I know, yeah, my family um, has been really good about, like, making vegetarian stuff for me. Nice. Yeah, it's, yeah, cool. it's really sweet. Like, uh, cool. my dad has, like, a good vegetarian chili recipe and that kind of stuff. And um, he likes experimenting with things. So I've been very lucky there because I know a lot of people, mm-hmm. if they change their diets, their family can just kind of... Overlook it not care about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be like, here's a... Here's a veggie burger patty. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very, my, very small things that you can eat. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to a nice um, Thanksgiving dinner with my parents uh, that's mostly vegetarian. So we do it a little weird, I guess, but nice. it's nice. Yeah. Hey, it's better than switching an entire thing up for something random. My family tried to do that. That was weird. And I didn't like it. I was like, I came here for greens. Black eyed peas, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that stuff can be vegetarian. Usually you put ham in those. Yeah. 
<laughs> they don't do it anymore. Yeah. So it's just like, well, yes, ham hocks. I forget. You gotta soak the greens in a, in a meat that's salty. Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but there are vegetarian broths that, okay, that okay. taste okay. kind of like meat. So Nice. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you right. don't look like you think it's very good. <laughs> I'm like, mm. <laughs> but you know, hey, wherever mm. suits, wherever floats your boat, man. <laughs> no judges. Absolutely no judges. <laughs> so you're going house hopping. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that sounds like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. Need to fill my tank. <laughs> so, do you have um, like a best memory from Thanksgiving past? Yes. Um. So this one is way back. I try not to get emotional. <laughs> um. This is way back. Um. Before my uncle Mark passed. Um. He's my. He was my favorite uncle. You know. Whatever. And it was when everybody was still around, and there was like very little animosity between people. And I remember him. Uh, um, being pushed around his wheelchair and stuff, hollering at my brother Keelan <laughs> because he was going too fast. Um, my brother is very rambunctious because of ADHD and things. <laughs> so when he tries to help people, he gets really into it. And my uncle at the time, he had lost his most of his speech motors or whatever, how do we call it? Mobility. Um, not mobility. Like he couldn't really talk that much anymore um, due to his illness that was going on. And... <laughs> He, my brother was pushing him and he flipped him out of the wheelchair by accident. (laughs) He was screaming and we all looked like, oh my God. And um, everybody ran over there, but the Stanleys love to laugh. So (laughs) what did we do best? We said, are you okay? And he's like, he said, yeah, yeah. You know, in the way he had to. And my brother was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And we all busted out laughing. Everybody in that room, like, it was a small room. And we just laughed. Everybody had plates and food of them. And some people were choking because they were laughing so hard. And my um, dad and my Aunt Merlin got up and, like, helped him back into his wheelchair. And he's sitting there glaring at my brother. He starts laughing, too. And I just said, oh, my God, (laughs) it would take Keelan of all people to flip this man out of his chair. (laughs) And that could have been like (laughs) the whole day. He said, you stay away from me. (laughs) Don't touch my chair no more. (laughs) And that's like one of my favorite memories because I'm just like, "Uh, it had been so gloomy around here for a while. But like Thanksgiving, I think that was maybe may have been his last one, but it was so funny because i never thought my brother would flip anybody out of a wheelchair and i said till this day i'm not putting anything past him anymore (laughs) no more well there's something special and connective about uh laughing together yes yes and that's one thing i love about my dad's side is there's no drama we literally just we gather my granny makes the food um she pulls it all out she tells us exactly what's what. Here's the plates. Here's the forks. Go down off into the den if you want to drink. You know, everybody knows the, the routine. And then my dad prays over the food and we just eat. We put on Steve Harvey of something. And we're all trying to guess the answers. And we're laughing at the stories that the older people are remembering and saying out loud. Or um, things they have found out recently about certain family members. And it's like, did you hear about, you know, Aunt Trisha doing this? And I'm like, what? 
was going on <laughs> down there. <laughs> and it's just a constant string of laughter. And I always enjoy that part. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about visiting with that side of the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. Yes. Yeah. What about you? Do you have a good Thanksgiving memory? Or is it all kind of sad? <sighs> <laughs> oh, you're struggling. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> it's okay if you can't think of anything. No. That's kind of that's kind of how the holidays can be. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have one. Um, we went to Baltimore for Thanksgiving, and we went to go see like the Washington D.C. museums and stuff during thanksgiving that was pretty fun to say you really love museums so i know you were like geeking out i know you're geeking out did you go to like the smithsonian this is the the smithsonian (laughs) (laughs) um the um space one the air and space museum Mm -hmm. nice um and the um I think it was like a Civil War museum or something. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. Cool. It was super cool. Okay. I'm I really not- enjoyed it. Because like, especially in, in the in the Air and Space Museum, mm-hmm. there, like, there's like a big rocket. Oh, thing. nice. Oh, and no, so cool. I know what he was like, just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know you're geeking out. What was it like doing that stuff with your parents? Oh. Well... It was, I could tell that they were having fun. Okay, cool. So, because they were having fun, I was having fun. Mm, yes. In my own little child mind. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you could relax. Yeah. yeah. Um, until, uh, you know, they would be comments made about my weight or whatever. And then I couldn't re- relax. <laughs> so. Was that all the time? Mm-hmm. Constant. <sighs> I'm sorry. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. It was. So let's talk about that, um, about weight and the holidays. Um, Like, there are a lot of uh, fat phobic Mm -hmm. people um, in the world. And so how do you deal with somebody commenting on your weight? Like, uh, like over Thanksgiving or say, or or do you get that anymore? Ooh. Um, Well, I don't get that anymore. Okay. Now that we've gone no, con- now that I've gone no contact and are not no longer speaking to them, yeah, um, I don't really get that anymore. Mm-mm. Not from your folks, at least. No, they're not gonna do that to you. So. Um, but to me, <laughs> oh. oh, do they? Um, it's very rare now. But before, like, um, it'll be they'll look and I'm like, they'll look at my face or something. I'm like, you didn't gain some weight, yeah, you. And I'm like, uh, or. The good one to be is you lost some weight. You looking and it's usually like when I'm wearing black or something, and I'm like, haha, the color has deceived you. <laughs> but um, they will. My folks like to eat, so it's not so much as you shouldn't eat that much. You know, da 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 da. It's more like you eat. They force feed you almost. So like, they're like, you need to eat some more. Why you ain't got that much on your plate? Why you doing this? Like, okay. But like my stomach only holds so much. It's to capacity, but 
now in my head, it's like, I have to eat that much. Like if I don't, they almost feel like the food is nasty. And I have a hard time with not binging while eating all of that. Cause I'm like, okay, well if I eat all this, you know, they won't bother me. And then I have to take two to three plates home also. So it's like, okay, (laughs) I love this food, but to eat all of that and you're wanting me to eat all of that in that small span of time and then go to sleep. I hate sleeping, first of all, after eating because it feels wonky. And I love that. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I love like, a good like food nap. <laughs> man, I can't do it anymore. My mom stopped us doing that. She said back when she was in her um, weight loss craze back when we were younger. Um, she was always like, you can't go to sleep after you. You can't go to sleep after you. You got to sit up, got to sit up, you know, eat this much, eat that much. And then, so those type of habits have stuck uh-huh. and I don't like to eat. I mean, go to sleep after eating. So when I see people catching itis, I'm sitting up wide awake trying to like fight it. And that's what I do. But it's the overeating for us. And I'm just like, I don't want to eat that much guys. Um, yeah. my pants are already kind of like, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I need new clothes now. <laughs> um, and another thing with Thanksgiving is that for me, it really, well, our mother had an eating disorder um, while we were growing up. So because she had an eating disorder, she kind of, she sort of, how do I say that? Fostered it in the rest of y'all. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thanksgiving was when her eating disorder shined most yeah. brightly mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's sort of why um Thanksgiving is not really my fave, fave holiday yeah mm-hmm. um yeah it's nice to be with people that you love and care about and people that are, that are <clears throat> sorry chosen for you to be safe around <sighs> but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be vulnerable and honest here. Yeah, the eating part of it gives me some slight anxiety. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it it forces me sort of to reflect reflect on all the times that I. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's just a rough relationship with food, and it's hard to remember that you know food is not moral and Mm -hmm. it's. and that having fat on your body is not a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm learning yeah. that the more with this relationship, I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is um, the fat on me. is nice. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, even when people praise your appearance, cause they say that, yo, you look like you've lost weight. You look mm. great. Um, that's pretty fat phobic, you know, yeah. and that's yeah. damaging. And yeah. that's a lot of, yeah. um, I know growing up, I think, I mean, we all had that, you know, especially mm-hmm. like I grew up in the 80s and uh, diets were the rage uh, in yeah. the 80s. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, our our parents, our mothers especially mm-hmm. were raised that way. Uh, you need to be thin. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And just they continued it on. They didn't think of, you know, the fact that even saying that, you look good because you look like you lost weight mm-hmm. is damaging in the long right. run. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how your brain does it. Um, what got me was like, they see my family has real bad has- history of diabetes. So they see that. And then they're like, why are you forcing me to eat all this? 
well, you know, this could happen. And then they're just like, yeah, no, E, E, E. And I'm like, okay, now what, what is it? <laughs> Which is it? Do I need to live or what? Yeah. Like, I don't mind eating. I love food. I love food so much, but like, I don't want to overeat. Yeah. I don't want to do that. That's a bad habit for me because I don't feel good after that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that's going to be kind of rough, you know, going into the day knowing you're going to feel kind of like crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like feeling like wanting to um, upchuck a lot. Just like, okay. <laughs> I don't want that happen either, but yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and much food. to be honest, as far as I am into recovery, Thanksgiving is still kind of like a, mm-hmm. <laughs> a dark spot. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, it's, it's just not. I understand why people say all these things, but mm-hmm. I also kind of want people to realize that you don't really know what others have been through when it mm-hmm. comes to these holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, that's sort of why I. I don't. I don't want to make it sound like it's. It was. It, it was always just sad. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> there were some good moments um but most of it was kind of sad <laughs> yeah i'm saying yeah um and that is for a lot of people you know and i think thanksgiving is particularly difficult because i mean it's not as jolly as you know christmas mm-hmm. you don't have gifts and stuff which mm-hmm. gifts can be an issue but yeah um you uh just have food yeah <laughs> and yeah and that's a yeah. that's a tough one to mm-hmm. um, to navigate without losing your mind. Yes. A little bit. Oh man. <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Christmas. Um, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So you said you want to do um, stockings, and uh, you might have to dress up as Santa. I might just have to dress up as Santa or, or as, me, um, what's her give name? Give me the childhood holiday magic. I cannot. <laughs> or, um, what is her name from the Grinch? The, the one that everybody wants. Cindy Lou Who? Not Cindy. The one that the Grinch had a crush on. What was her oh, name? Oh, 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 Mary Mayhew, I think. I think it was Mary Mayhew. I could dress up as Mary Mayhew who, when she's shooting her lights into her house. Mm-hmm. I've thought about doing that too. Because <laughs> oh. I was like, that's such a cool scene. <laughs> like she's shooting those lights into her house and she's just like, yeah, I got it. It was so cool to me. <laughs> I don't want to be no, I don't know. I could be a big guy that goes down the chimney and like sings to people's houses, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a line from uh, Bob's Burgers. Um, I'm a big Bob Burgers oh, fan, man. so anytime I'm having a conversation and, and it, something comes up, it pops into my head, I have to say it. Mm-hmm. But there's uh, a line from Louise where she's praying to Santa. She's like, Dear Lord Santa, please bless me with an internship at your company, preferably in the flying animals or breaking and entering department. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's what it makes me think of is, uh, yeah, you have this guy who's breaking into your house. Um and some kids actually get freaked out about it. Like, uh, and especially those really? elves on the shelves. Like, oh. oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I would have. Oh, I would have hated that They're as a kid. So I would have kind of freaked out just creepy. a little bit. But my child brain is you have very, a very vivid imagination. I do. And mm. I make everything nice. Um, oh, that's good. <laughs> kind of like Little Misfortune, the video game where she throws glitter on things that are bad. And then it turns it like really pretty and like happy (laughs) that's my imagination does for a lot of things and 
I would have thought that elf was real and the fairies were helping him move around. Like I would have came up with some type of thing other than my parents are moving it <laughs> because I just find them cute, especially now they have little black ones and they're so cute. And my God baby loves hers. And I just like, yeah, I'm gonna live through you with that. Cause it's kind of cute. I could deal with that. I could not have dealt with that. My, my dad <laughs> let me watch child's play at a very, very oh, young man, age. Oh man, I love that movie. Uh, yeah, I was too young. <laughs> and dolls kind of freaked me out after oh, that. Oh no. <laughs> they still freak me out, to be honest. Understand. <laughs> uh, the realistic looking ones, especially. But um, but thinking that a doll is just walking around the house at night. Just, looking at you. Sometimes uh, I feel like they have souls, you know. <laughs> those are the porcelain ones. Bro, I don't mess with those. I don't like those yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so let's talk about what you uh, what you do. Um, what part of pop culture helps you get through holidays? Um, so we talked about movies. Um, what else do you have? What else helps you? I mean, and I say pop culture, you know, that's just broad. That's basically, mm-hmm. you know our lives anything yeah. that's in our culture is pop culture at this point so um you go ahead i'm tagging you in okay um mm-hmm. i like video games a lot oh, okay yes video games a lot gta mm. um what's gta grand theft auto <laughs> wait what grand theft auto oh okay yes. oh so you like to smash and yes. that kind of stuff yes, yes. so yes. much fun yes. when they like yes. jump out of the way of the car the, the little npcs <laughs> and they just start yelling at you it's the best part for me <laughs> it really is i am a gremlin terrorist on that <laughs> on that game <laughs> i don't like people yelling at me so <laughs> they like, funny. Especially when it's like the game itself does, it decorates itself for the holiday sometimes. So like you'll see Christmassy things in the game sometimes. And they'll say like the funniest things or you might catch a Santa walking the the sidewalks. (laughs) And then you're like, what happens if I attack you or something? Or what happens if I stalk you in this game? Like, where are you going? So then I just follow them (laughs) around to see what they're doing or where they're going to (laughs) go. Where do they go? They end up going to like like street corners or random alleys. Just just I'm like, <laughs> where is this taking you? <laughs> or they'll hop in a car and then I try to like jump in the car with them. And then they get out and they run screaming. And I'm like, come back. <laughs> no, Santa. Right. Or Animal Crossing. Oh my god. I love they have Crossing. they have their little holiday type mm-hmm. Christmas type they do. thing. So Animal Crossing is a huge hit. Oh my gosh, um, yes. I have not played it. So can you tell me a bit about it? Like, what do you do? Well, um, so it's basically about capitalism. <laughs> I feel like... Okay. <laughs> love of capitalism? Kind of. In, in a yeah. cutesy way, but it's also like a... Um, gathering game like a um um kind of like stardew valley where you go around or like the sims you go around you take care of your little person um but what you're doing is daily tasks to build your island to make it really pretty so everybody wants to come visit or stay there um so like the npc characters and they give you easy tasks everybody looks really cute and the island is yours you can travel to other islands and gather um fossils to make your museum better like i was like we have a museum now what so you can get like fossils and it tells you what type of dinosaur it came from 
Um, you can get all the sea life or seashells. You can go swimming in it and catch stuff there to give to the museum. You can um, sell things to the raccoon people <laughs> that helped you foster the island. They're like, hey, yeah, if you sell us these things, we give you this money that you can use to buy other things. Um, and you can sell turnips too. Yes. <laughs> so you can sell turnips and they love those apparently. Um, and you really, are, it's just like a very chill building game. Kind of like how Minecraft has that chill vibe to it where you're just kind of like walking around building, you grabbing stuff, sell things to villagers. It's the same concept. It's just a cuter design to me. Cause you just, they give you like, Hey, if you do this task, this is the one you're just working on. This is your big task. And you got these little baby tasks that you can work on that like they teach you how to do money management at a bank system. <laughs> like, wow. yeah, it's like a little bank you have. You have a savings account and your checking account. You can move money around. You gain money from moving money. Like every time you're on there, it gives you things to like make you feel like, okay, I'm doing things. Yeah. Endorphins. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it has that cute factor. So you're like, I just want to play it cause it's really adorable. And you can actually play with your friends online. If you get like their code to their switches or whatever. And y'all can talk to each other on the game and hang out there and see each other's me's. Um, so the me is the little little person. person. Little person. Yes. Little avatar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so you just sit there and you take pictures together and you can go around and all that. It's just, it's a very super chill, cute game that a lot of people in our <laughs> generation who have all this like pumped up anxiety and things it's perfect because you're like i have nothing there's no pressing matter like i don't have a time limit i don't have to worry about this and that i can literally just chill in the sun like like you can do yoga with the other characters (laughs) i say yoga (laughs) in those in the quad is what they call it yoga in the quad and you get money for doing that like wow you just sit there you do little yoga you may not be great at it but because it's kind of hard with the controls but it's so cute they all just sit there and do the little yoga (laughs) You know, whoever said, I love that you get money for like doing things Mm -hmm. that you would normally like have to pay for. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm like reverse. Oh no, reverse. (laughs) Um, Whoever said that money can't buy happiness was not ever poor. You know, was a rich person. I tell you what. Very rich. They were bored with their money. Had to be. Oh (laughs) yeah. I don't know who said that, but they were 100% incorrect. Very. It's not going to buy you money. It's not going to buy you happiness if you already have a lot of it. Mm -hmm. But But um, it will give you peace of mind. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I can see that, you know, feeling like you're you're living a life and you're (laughs) building a life and there are no money worries, you know, because mm-hmm. actually having a farm is extremely stressful. <laughs> I said, I want to, want to, you know, plant a carrot or two in the backyard. I'm like, listen, I got to tend to that thing every day. Let me six flowers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just a reward system where you get endorphins. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It helps I you. Like that. Helps you feel accomplished. Yeah, same thing with like Stardew Valley. I, I like Stardew Valley mm-hmm. a lot. Yes, <laughs> they're very, very similar in that very regard. Similar. Um, yeah, I used to play. Um, uh, what was it, Farmville? And that has. I remember same that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it does have that same feel. I love games like this. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like during the holidays when they got festive with things. Mm-hmm. Do they do that like in Stardew Valley? Yeah, they do it in Stardew Valley. Like. Um, how the game is set up right now it's like a super fall time so it's all like 
orange and purple and it's really oh. cute and like you have different characters that are just up as santa claus it's all very cute <laughs> love it do they have lights on anything yet not yet oh, i think i have to get closer to i December. can't wait <laughs> cannot wait <laughs> that's gonna be so cute i've got to try those games because i i love the the world building mm-hmm. yeah minecraft is my top favorite game i don't care what anybody says <laughs> so chill so nice fight a monster here in the two a zombie or two men <laughs> just that little spark of like oh and then after that it's great <laughs> yeah. and i don't know if that's something that we need more of these days or mm-hmm. we're just not getting mm, um yeah that kind of reward you know task and reward thing mm-hmm. i guess yeah it's i don't know i don't know is it harder to get that in real life i feel like it is I... personally just because when they give you a task, there's also a time limit. So, like, what if you can't reach... What if you can't do it by the deadline? And oh, then yeah. you don't get that reward. Instead, you get a punishment of sorts. Like, a reprimand of things. So, it's like, oh, man. I gotta, like... Uh, I'm a failure. Yeah. Burn myself out no. to get this task. Whereas, mm-hmm. on the video game, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, I haven't touched Animal Crossing in, like, months. Because of all the stuff I've had going on. I'm not I'm not going to lose my house or um, right. my plants aren't going to die because I have tulips growing outside my house and I'm not going to lose all the little friends. I'm still going to have money in the bank. Like there's all the things that I needed to that they said these are my tasks I need to keep up with. They're still going to be there and I'm not going to be they're not going to be met with where where you been? Why have you been doing this? And that? It's like, hey, guys, I'm back. And they're like, oh. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So like in real life, I guess we're kind of, instead of. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of working toward the uh, positive result, we're trying to avoid the negative. Yes. Yeah. And the guilt tripping. Yeah. Ooh, and the guilt. shame and guilt. Oh, oh there we go. Yeah. Those are my twins. I get those yes. a lot. Yeah. Shame and guilt. Family's great at that. Man, family, family was so good at that. Man. <laughs> they should, they would, they would have won an Academy Award. They were doing that. If somebody had Academy Awards for shaming and guilting. Man. Man. <laughs> Our nominees are. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's something that comes up a lot during the holidays mm-hmm. too. Shame and guilt. Yeah. Um, and I feel guilty a lot for either spending too much money on people or not spending enough. Like, mm, um, I can see that. Uh, you know, because if I if I spend too much on my niece, then it's I get the look. Like, mm-hmm. You're spoiling her. You're spoiling, <laughs> You're spoiling her, spit, you and you don't really have that much money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you outdid me. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. For me, it's uh, so I've been choosing myself a lot to like better myself <coughs> mentally and things, like take care of myself and stuff. Um, and I have a bad people pleasing habit. I am a grade A people pleaser. And my folks like to say, where you haven't been around long, where you been at, all this stuff. And then I get the the look that I have to explain myself and I feel guilty for not showing up to things or not being there at the um, functions that I was forced to go to as a child. Like church is one of them or every family gathering or every event that like my cousins are doing. And I'm like... I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. My brain is tired and 
I deserve to not feel like I'm working seven days a week because 365. I'm being honest, a family can be a job. Yeah. You know, catering to their needs is a job most times to me now. And so I get that guilt. Like you ain't been around. What's Uh up stranger. And I'm like, it's not a, how you doing? Are you okay? Mm -hmm. It's the, you ain't just been here. Mm. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And a part of me wants to sort of, how do I say this? Like stick up for you Mm -hmm. and tell them mind their business. But I have to remember that that is your family Mm -hmm. and not my family. Mm-hmm. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. So. What is the? When are you getting married? December third. Are you really? Mm-hmm. That's so soon. I know. Yeah. Oh, oh congrats. Yes. Yes. That's, yes. that's uh, exciting. We um we're doing it at the old mill, and they have like a capacity number of people that we can allow in there. So we haven't been able to invite everybody, but um. My family has made it their mission to invite everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't know that their stipulations. So we're like, we don't know where you guys are going to park or if they're going to allow you in once we get to like a max capacity, but that's on y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's December 3rd. Um, we already have our marriage license in hand. We're just waiting, you know, to get it signed by the officiant and stuff. But yeah, it's the third and four o'clock. Mm-hmm. We're so. gonna be changed. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be changed. Yes. So you feel like this is a real like momentous occasion mm-hmm. where you're. Yes. What is so special about it to you, about the ceremony? Mm. Um, so for yeah. me, it's I. So this is like the biggest, one of the biggest things I have fantasized about or daydreamed about as a child all the way from 15 really um and before then but 15 was like the the solid thought um (laughs) that I would find my person or people that would want to be with me for me and so they want to tie the knot and not wait around or break my heart a few times like everybody tells you that you have to go through I'm like no I don't have to do that struggle is not love and I don't care what anybody says um (laughs) I have not struggled once in this relationship and so this is like I'm finally taking my own life and making it purely mine because I'm changing my last name so I'm letting go of Delandra Stanley who had all this things to cater to people to cater to and she has struggled so much to cater to herself um and instead birthing Delandra Lockhart who is going to continue to choose herself and um do what she wants to do and visit the people that she wants to visit and go places spend the money how she wants to spend it um, not worry about finances anymore. That has been such a big stressor in my entire life that I'm finally in a place where I am financially stable and the people that I have around me, I have meticulously chosen and to get to, to get with me to this point in my life. And so I am about to like basically be butterfly effect. Like the lunch day was a caterpillar and I'm about to burst out as a butterfly as a Lockhart. Sweet. And so the wedding's just like a, I did it. (laughs) Like it took me 28 years, but I did it and I would do it all over again. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. she sort of uh, helped you through this 
changed them. Mm-hmm. They were the start. Like, honestly, they were the ones that are like, why are you always doing this? Or why are you so anxious? Why are you this? Like, they brought up things that I had honestly completely disregarded. Yeah, completely disregard, <laughs> disregarded. And because it would be seen as weakness or seen as like, I can't handle anything. But sometimes when you are the person who has been strong for so long or who has been people pleasing everybody else, you neglect yourself. And so if you can't go on, how are you going to continue to go on? Like, honestly, like if you can't choose yourself, who will? And so they're the ones that have been beating that into my head about choose yourself, man. Like, do you really want to do this? Why are you explaining yourself? Why do you do this? Why are you doing that? Why are you crying over this person? What is really going on? And they have made me face myself is who has been just face myself and be like, why am I doing this? What is missing? Why am I sad about this? Um, and have really helped me emotionally grow and become more intuitive with my higher self, myself, um, to who I really want to be. And so, yeah, they've been a catalyst, like one of my three catalysts. I've had three in my lifetime and they were the third. They said third takes charm. <laughs> so Sounds yeah. like they were a great influence. Very. Yeah. One of the best ones. <laughs> what about you? I'm curious. What is it? What is this this day, December third? Um, what is that gonna mean to you? So I'm not gonna get emotional. Not gonna do it. Yeah, you're gonna cry. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Nobody can see you. No. <laughs> You got it. I believe in you. <laughs> it's okay. You can take a moment. <laughs> oh, y- y'all are so sweet. It's a long time coming, man. <laughs> Soulmates for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm back. Okay. <laughs> so, I've been through a lot. Uh, just in general. So, um, the last thing that I remember that our, that my mom told me before she kicked the bucket (laughs) was that no one would ever love somebody like me or that nobody would ever. want to be with someone that's so insert adjective here um so December 3rd is the one time for me to like introduce myself as myself Um, because I've always lived under somebody else's shadow or under somebody else's control Um, I never could just be me Um, and I guess us getting married is (coughs) a big F you (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it also helps that I, I love you a lot. Aww, I love you too, babe. <laughs> <laughs> it's forever always, so, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you got me cheering up, too. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I'm so sorry that your mom said that to you. That that's horrible yeah mm-hmm. she had a lot of issues man um, that was undiagnosed so yeah i didn't hold it against her but you know it still hurt yeah yeah it's you know and you you could know that this comment was not about me it was about her and it still hurts mm-hmm. so much um and uh but it, you guys are doing so great i'm so happy for you <laughs> you're doing amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for joining us that's the end of this episode but we have lots more to come we'll be talking again with all of these guests so subscribe to keep up with new episodes on the next episode we'll be talking about cluster b personality disorders so you'll want to tune in for that one Thank you again, and thank you to all of my guests. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving and wonderful holiday season.